Welcome to Wei and Kathy Show. I'm your host Wei Fang, and uh, today the breaking news today tonight is the a uh, Trump's uh, Florida resident Malago was um, in Florida was raided and by the FBI. And a source familiar to this matter said uh, the raid actually happened early morning. Okay, early this morning. Otherwise, we wouldn't have even know that what was the time for the raid to happen, because the. So far, new, no news report mentioned the time, and uh, President Trump was not there. And he was first in New York when it when it happened, and then he went to his golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey. Okay, the FBI raid is related to the alleged taking of the potential classified information upon leaving Washington on January in January 2021. and that matter was referred to by the Justice Department, by the National Archives, and. Uh, Record Administration, which is said it found classified material in 15 boxes at the resident. However, the president, former president, could argue that that he, as the president, hold the most uh, highest authority on deciding what information is classified or not. So, the source familiar to the matter said the agent brought a safe cracker, okay, and cracked a relatively new safe in Malago, Maralago. And uh, and then the FBI found nothing in it. It's uh, needless to say this is rather shocking. This is uh, very shocking. And uh, personally, <clears throat> I did not expect this. And uh, it happened to many other people, but I really did not expect that. Uh, yeah. And on this very news, I, I just want to know that how you think. Okay. Leave your comment here because this is um, at least to say the to say the least, this is unprecedented. In the history of this country, okay, a former president's home was broken in and raided by the FBI, and uh, so far FBI has said nothing. They did not say what's the reason for the raid, and um, both the Department of Justice and the FBI said nothing uh, at this point, okay, and then <clears throat> the source familiar to the matter said the FBI agent then went on. Uh, went to the Mar-a-Lago and uh, looked at in every possible, every single office, safe and grabbed document and boxes without going through, going through them on the property. Okay, and then they took boxes and a document to go, uh, and to go and to go through them later. Okay, so what did a, a former President Trump said? He he issued a statement later tonight. And uh, he said, nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the rele relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. He said it is a prosecutorial uh, miscon misconduct and the weaponization of the justice system, an attack by the radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for the president in 2024, especially based upon the recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and the conservatives in the upcoming midterm election. Okay, and Trump went on and said in his statement that um, such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at the level not seen before. And the statement went on and said, what is the difference between this and Watergate? Well, operatives broke into the Democratic National Committee. Here, in the reverse, Democrats broke into the home of uh, the 45th 
president of the United States. An FBI source confirmed that uh, the agents were from Washington, D.C., who are on the Bureau's evidence response team, and conduct, they conducted a raid and then notified the Miami field office just before. Well, per standard protocol, FBI Director Ray and Attorney General Garland, Garland shall be made aware of the raid, even if shortly before, and would have been fully briefed. A White House official told of, um, the media that it did not have any notice of the reported uh, action and referred, referred all additional questions to, to the Department of uh, Justice. What do you think? Do you think they, they, they told the truth? And um, yeah, okay, Daniel Vouch said, did the President, uh, did Trump has any legal representation at the time of the raid at the Malago? Actually, I do have some information there. And um, however, I'm just still reading that. And I'm just going through that because things just happen, in, indeed happen so fast. And uh, so Trump was demanding, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to um, quickly, Okay, so this is from Eric Trump, okay. Um, well, th th this is, okay, let me just read this tweet. More from Eric, Eric Trump, when President Trump lawyers scrambled to, to raid, he, she was told um, to stand in corner and demanded that they shut security cameras. They did not. My view sounds like how, how they handled uh, Manafort, uh, Navarro, and Roger Stone, FBI out of control. White House lost their mind. Uh, anyway, so basically the detail says that uh, the attorney was there and uh, was told to stand in the corner, and then they, and, um, and they want the security camera shut down. So we don't know what happened afterwards, so we still have to stay tuned and finding out more information about this as this matter unfolds. And uh, most recent news I heard this says um, this good number, large number of uh, Trump supporters uh, com has come to the Mar-a-Lago um, Mar at this moment, and uh, there's live broadcasting there. Um, and um, you know, Kathy and I was scrambling trying to get a feed, or at least get um, you know get some photos about what's happening there. Um, okay, so South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. And uh, she, she was one of the Trump supporters. He called this the unprecedented and political weaponization of the Justice Department. And, uh, okay, there's a whole quote, let me, uh, whole, whole tweet, let me read it to you. The FBI's raid on President Trump's home is an, is an unprecedented political weaponization. And they have been, of, of the Justice Department, they have been after President Trump as a candidate, as president, and now as a former president. Using the criminal justice system in this in this manner is un-American. Okay, just earlier, just just a couple of days earlier. Okay, Trump not a couple of days, just one day earlier. Trump captured 69.1 percent of the ballot cast <clears throat> at the straw poll of the CPAC in Texas. Okay, and the second one is DeSantis, the governor of the Florida. He received 24 percent of these anonymous straw poll. And um, actually, the support for uh, pre uh, President Trump, who remained the most popular and influential politicians in the Republican Party, and continue to play a kingmaker's roles in the GOP primaries, actually, his support is up from his 59%, showing in the earlier CPAC uh, straw poll in Flor uh, Orlando, Florida in February. Okay, that was uh, 59, now it's 69.1. So Florida Governor DeSantis, He's, uh, 
you know, February straw poll rating in uh, Orlando, Florida was uh, 24%. Now it's, uh, I'm sorry, that was 28%. Uh, and uh, yesterday it was 24%. So Trump remained to be undisputed front runner of the, um, of the Republican uh, Party. And then actually at the C CPAC, he hinted that he will, his decision will be coming very soon. Okay, so would, 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 was this uh, rate uh, connected to that? What do you think? Do you think they have a, they have a legit reason? And uh, I want to know that. What do you think? A lot of people are just typing here. And uh, Larry Dolly, you said Joe probably wrote it out on the chalkboard. It will be all over uh, the MSM morning show tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. And um, wow, <laughs> Michael, you wrote that to keep your powder dry. And uh, it's very shocking to say the least, right? It's just unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. I, 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 you know, it's not like I completely did not foresee this, you know, from happening, uh, foresee this coming, but it's just not so real, okay, just before, before tonight. I thought it's still very remote, it's very, you know, chance for that to happen, it's very, very remote, but um, it just happened, and we all want to know, so what's the, uh, what's the subpoena about? What, did the, what kind of, the, you know, subpoena did the court approve, and what's in it? And, um, well... Okay, so that's the, that matter, the second. Um, so just type, you know, type up what you thought. And, um, and the castaway, you said, they, they ask uh, security to turn off the security cameras because they're planting false evidence. I hope he was smart and had additional hidden micro cameras on. Okay, and um, yeah. So on the farm, you said, uh, never thought it would see this kind of activity in USA. And William Adams, you said, uh, this is unbelievable. I can, I can see your sentiment. And um, yeah, it's really, really beyond belief. And uh, so as of now, we have very little information. And people are just uh, shocked, to say the least. And uh, you know, everybody's holding their breath until the morning to see what transpired. Yeah, that's that. Okay, so <clears throat> I'll leave you a comment there. And um, how do you think about this raid? Is it well-based? And actually, you know, the, the limited news report, who has to do the same guessing work as Wade does, saying that uh, this is not related to the January 6th uh, investigation panel. It's related to this moving the box from White House into Mar-a-Lago type of thing. Well, we'll see. And um, yeah, so again, our country is going through a lot of um, issues. Okay, to say the least. And uh, as a citizen, I think we, we all need to know that uh, we have our own duty at this special time. Um, all right, so next, uh, I was preparing for the, you know, the next piece of news, was, which was the main news, but uh, I have to insert this uh, breaking piece on um, former President Trump's being raided, you know, his home being raided. Okay, let's just uh, take our side on the Taiwan Strait, which is about like uh, 12,000 12, miles away. All right. So after the three days, three days of military drill in the seven drill zone surrounding, surrounding the Taiwan island, uh, literally a block, you know, blockade of the Taiwan, at least the, the posture is just like that. And uh, the drill was supposed to finish yesterday. But the CCP continued the drill today, which really, really um, aggravated the Taiwan government. And then uh, they issued a very stern 
statement today, saying that this is utmost. Uh, um, how to say it? Was, was yeah? I I don't I don't have their original name, but original words. But they was really really angry about that. And then tomorrow they will be holding the foreign ministry ministry of Taiwan will be holding an international press conference to talk about the very matter. And now uh, the fighter jet and also the the, the gunships, the um, yeah the destroyers of the CCP is sailing through the sailing past the midline of the Taiwan Strait. On the onto the Taiwan side, and the Taiwan military is trying to fend them off, and that now the CCP claim that uh, since Pelosi came to Taiwan that way, and now they have the reason to blockade Taiwan every you know whenever they want, and then they will do away with this so-called uh, uh, rule of not crossing the the mid line, the central central line of the Taiwan Strait. Okay, most recent news is that. Um, um, the National Security Bureau, uh, Security Council said that uh, the U.S. Uh, military Navy will be going back there, will sail through, sail through the Taiwan Strait after a few weeks, and uh, President Biden has been and uh, Secretary of the State Blinken have been trying to downplay the matter and um, just saying that our China policy has not changed, so don't overreact. And um, yeah, so what's my opinion? If you want to ask, too soft. Too soft. When CCP doing things this way, America, as the most powerful nation in the world, with the most powerful military, and we should be very serious and stern and, and strong in our, you know, in our words, saying that you dare you do this, will we'll not tolerate that. Um, so what what's what what will happen down the road? Uh, my view is um, the reason why the CCP is taking such a strong hand after just a. Uh, you know, the, the House Speaker visited the, the, the place, they are, they're so strong, is because of two reasons. First, um, there, there is this um, 20th Party Congress coming in the next couple of months. And what's the time? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, because for the Communist Party, everything is secret. Everything is just under the table. They said they're going to have this 20th uh, Party Conference, and they never know people when it will happen. Okay? So when would it happen? When they already allocate the, you know, just divide the power and they rank themselves in it, they arrange everything, then they hold this so-called party conference to have everybody who come there to go there to, you know, to rubber stamp it. So the real power division and the power, you know, buckering, buttering, and then just back and forth is happening now in a small coastal city called Beidaihe, uh, near Beijing. On the along the coast of the Bohai, the uh, just a uh, inner Bay Area called the Bohai, and um, so at this very moment, Xi Jinping cannot afford being soft. Okay, he grabbed this opportunity. He has to be, be staying very strong. All right, so he will carry on the drill and keep pr putting pressure on upon Taiwan. And the second reason, okay, second reason is uh, before Pelosi landed in Taiwan, CCP's you know propaganda played the rhetoric so. So high, so big, saying that uh, dare, how dare her that we're gonna shoot her down, we're gonna send airplanes just fly along her plane, and we'll be flying over Taiwan, and we'll be show our power because literally she's her visiting Taiwan is like a aggression, all right. So that's how how strong they play the rhetoric. But for the twenty hours that Pelosi, you know, visited Taiwan and stayed there and visiting three or four places, CCP did not do a thing. 
So consequentially, they lost big faith in, among their supporters, okay? Those so-called patriotic um, fans of the CCP, and uh, they are not patriotic. They, they, they just party loyal people. So after uh, Pelosi left Taiwan, they kind of woke up. They said, ah, ah, ah. well, we're digging ourselves in a big hole, and uh, we're losing big by issuing this, uh, you know, just empty threat. And then now Pelosi came here, you know, stayed enough in the leisure and smooth way, and then left. So they have to catch up. So they come back to make up for it by, you know, holding this uh, seven-zone military drill, and then continue on after the drill is over, uh, continue, continue more, you know, to, to conduct more drill. It's all because they need to give themselves a, how to say, it's in Chinese, give themselves steps so that they can walk down from the high, high place they, 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 you know, they, how to say, they get their, themselves in, onto. So this is where they are, okay? But would this be a winning strategy for CCP? If you ask me, I say no. Why? Because three things will happen. So once they force something very, very unreasonable, the force will generate a counterforce. That was never a, an exception. So what are the three counterforces? First is with Japan. This will further push Japan to repeal the peace constitution and rearm themselves. Okay? And the uh, U.S. is supporting Japan because the U.S. is really, really far. Hawaii is several thousands of miles from Taiwan. And in Japan, the near, nearest island is only like, a, you know, uh, 300 miles. 300 miles from Taiwan. So it's very, very close. And so first, the counterforce will come from Japan. The second, of course, will come from the U.S. Even the President Biden is not determined to safeguard Taiwan. But the U.S. Congress, the House and the Senate, chances are they're going to pass bill after bill to give Taiwan's deserved position, including a possible, believe it or not, a Taiwan land lease pact. I don't know whether you support that. For Taiwan to do, you know, defend themselves, they don't have enough ammo, they don't have enough budget, they don't have enough money to defend themselves. But if U.S. have a, you know, Congress pass this land lease pact, so Taiwan will get, uh, will get a chance to rearm themselves, just like Ukraine. And uh, is it worth it? Well, tell me all how you think. Okay, but what I want you to know that uh, the number one, the number one chip maker is in Taiwan. Is in Taiwan. And the CCP really want to get hold of that. And it has a lot of to do with everything we do, you know, just everything is, has chip in it. And, uh, you know, things like that. Even the, you know, the, um, the missile that we use in the, the, the anti-tank missile we use in the Ukraine. And every, every, every missile, it's got a, the, it was a Draklin. Um, and anyway, the missile has a 100, 190 chips in it. This is how relevant Taiwan is to, to the U.S. But as, you know, as native-born American, most of you are, you know, do you think that we should, uh, we could and should pass this uh, lease, uh, land lease pact uh, and give Taiwan the, you know, weapon and ammunition that they need so that they can defend themselves? What do you think? Um, yeah, I do want to know how you think. Okay, so that's the second thing. The third thing is very interesting, all right? A very wealthy Taiwan um, entrepreneur, and his name is Cao Xingcheng, okay? And this guy is the, there are two major chip companies. One is called uh, Taijidian, TSMC, if you know, the number one, the number one chip maker in the world, TSMC. Uh, the other is called Taijian Lianhua Dianzi, okay? And uh, how to, let me see, Lianhua Dianzi, how to say that in English, I need to find out. 
And so that you know, um, okay. And uh, that company is called, uh, uh, basically, yeah, it's called UMC, okay. Uh, United Microelectronics Corporation. The founder of this uh, UMC, his name is Cao Xingcheng, and uh, he actually, on the day before, and he said uh, he would have donated $100 million in one shot, $100 million, okay, um, to the national defense of Taiwan. And he went on, he said, uh, his name is Robert, Robert Chow, okay, Robert Chow. He said uh, to use that money to buy weapon, they won't, won't be able to buy much, okay? So what's the money for? It would be used as an ideology war, okay? So that Taiwan people can understand the essence of the uh, CCP. And actually, this person, is, his life experience is so dramatic. It's very, very interesting, okay? Just in short, he, he's, he's a native-grown, he's a native-grown uh, Taiwan entrepreneur. And then, um, um, and then, I don't know, you probably know this guy called Zhang Zhongmou. Uh, let me see, Zhang Zhongmou is the founder of the um, TSMC, and his name is Morris Chang. Morris Chang was, okay, the VP of the Texas Instrument in the, in the, in the 1980s. And then he was, then he moved on to, moved to Taiwan and the lead of the TSMC and become the, you know, basically the founding father of the semiconductor industry of Taiwan. And another, not the founding father, but strong enough is, is this uh, Chao Xingcheng, okay, Robert Chao. And the two of them leading the semiconductor innovation uh, since 1980 and 90 and, and 2000. And uh, this, the, the, and uh, let's back to the um, Robert Chao. Robert Chao at a certain point on China, okay, is, um, is growing very fast and they start to have their own chip, um, chip making industry established. He went to China. He went to China to help them out. We don't know what happened. Okay, he stayed there for about like eight or nine years, and he at, at that time he advocated unification of Taiwan with mainland China, and at least the media says so. He was viewed as someone who is very close to the CCP, but after another ten years, he became a very very strong anti-CCP entrepreneur. He openly said that the CCP is a, how to say, is a scoundrel dressed, dressed in the, how to say, cloth of a nation. Okay, it's a fake nation. They are just uh, mafia, they're mafia. And they're, they're nation, how to say, nation like in you know, mafia. That's the nature of the word CCPS. So he also calling for other Taiwan people to, you know, just give their, give their money, give their resource to build the defense for Taiwan. And then when he's targeting the, you know, the ideology, targeting the, how to say, um, um, perception, perception of uh, Taiwan, of CCP, I think that's very, very precise strategy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, the third force, counter force, came from the people in Taiwan. After seeing so much threat from the CCP, they rise up, they don't necessarily pick up guns and start shooting, but they do take their money out in the defense of Taiwan. And I, I foresee this will snowball to be very, very, you know, influential force or even deciding force. I really do not see the future, okay, the future of, um, of a Taiwan Strait as a war, you know, between weapons. No. It's about this. It's about heart. You know, whoever wins the heart of people will win. And uh, CCP has no truth on their side. It's just uh, for the Taiwan, for the, you know, good people, we need to send out our voice 
and, and uh, you know, inform, awaken, and enlighten the Chinese people in China, then CCP will, will lose their base. Well, that's China. Okay, that's China. But talk about this country, this country, and this country. We're going through a lot of big change. Okay, unbelievable incidents is happening. And uh, what, what should we, each of us, as a citizen of this country, what, what's our duty? What should we give to write, you know, to write our country? That's a, that's a question I want to leave to you, to me, and to everybody. And uh, this is a special moment, okay? We're at another major point of change at this time. Whether we go for the better or go for the worse, it will, it will unfold. But uh, indeed, as someone who came from China, right, when, who went through socialism, who's, who, who see that, how this country, where this country is going, um, yeah, I'm, I'm indeed very, very worried. And so that's why I, I keep talking to my Chinese audience. We have, uh, I have about um, um, nearly 70,000 uh, fans, subscribers, and uh, they watch my show every day. And the most, more than half of them are Chinese Americans, okay? So I've been talking to them, and I told them that uh, I will be, you know, the program that I will be doing is, so one of them is called the 28 Founding Principles of the United States. And uh, I told them that this is a piece of land for your children and for your grandchildren to you know, stand on, to live on, to have their family. Let's secure this country. Yeah, let's make it safe for them. Do what, what do you need to do. Yeah, so what do you think? What do you think? And um, Mark Sommer said, uh, 10 viewers needs to stand up and be counted. Please like to keep this program on the air. Oh, by the way, I need to tell you guys, okay, there's a site, there's a new site called uh, Ganjin World, okay? Ganjin World, let me type it up here, okay? What is Ganjin World? It's a new, um, um, it's a new website, and uh, it's a platform. And uh, as you know, I told you that the SafeChat, uh, SafeChat was the one that we've been working on, and uh, which not censored. And then actually, um, this new one is uh, it's, uh, better, and they will be, it will be soon grow to be very big. And what's Ganjing? If you read that, it's a pinyin, okay, Ganjing world, right? G-A-N-J-I-N-G. In English, translated in English, it's called pure. Okay, so pure land, pure land, pure world. And um, so, but the, the link is ganjingworld.com. So just, 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 you know, save that and bookmark it. A lot of great program will be there, and so will be this program. Okay, we'll be live there, uh, live streamed there. And uh, just, you know, just mark my word. This pro uh, program, this platform will grow much faster, faster than SafeChat. Yeah, so stay tuned here. And, um, you know, good people never, you know, they never stop working. They're working, you know, just day and the night to produce great platform that will last for a long time. Truly independent, accommodating, and, um, and um, yeah, and, and the platform that will serve the entire country. Okay, William S., you said, way absolutely, the United States needs to keep their word and have Taiwan's back. Actually, we need to remove this uh, BS uh, administration. It's no joke. All right. And uh, Daniel, you said, thank you, Wei, for all, all your hard work. You're welcome, Daniel. And um, yeah, so. And uh, Daniel Vouch, you said, I wonder who else they, they raided. I'm, I'm sure they did not stop with uh, Mar-a-Lago. Very likely, and um, yeah, it's just um, 
things are unfolding. You know, things in China, things in Taiwan, and we already put Hong Kong behind. Hong Kong basically fell, fell in the hand of the CCP, and now our country is, uh, is, is you know, it's under a shadow. But I think, I think, in Chinese, there's a word called like uh, it's called it's there's, there's an idiom saying that, "Fu xi huo suo yi." Okay, um, good fortune. Um, how to say? Good, good blessing can come in a disguise, disguised, right? So, although there are, there's those bad things happening, but um, it's uh, something that it will test our will. It's something actually good. If we stay strong, if we stay you know, confident, if we stay faithful, if we just stay through, through it without wavering, I think things will turn out to be good because God's there. God's there and God is watching. And uh, it's just test our will, test our faith. All right. And um, yeah, okay. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, great to have you guys with us. It's a special night. And tomorrow we'll be continuing reporting to you what happened. And um, yeah, let's, let's, let's pray. Okay, take care. Good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.